You're listening to the Boss of Your Brand podcast for entrepreneurs who are looking to elevate their brand both on and offline. I'm your host, Jessica Alex of Jessica Alex Marketing. Hello and welcome to another edition of Boss Up Your Brand podcast. So thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited because we have our first guest for the Boss Up Your Brand podcast. And that guest, of course, is Rowan Higgins. So I thought I'd bring her on the show because I wanted to talk about being a person of influence. So a lot of times we hear a person of influence or we even hear about the term influencer. But I wanted to really get into a discussion about What does it mean to be a person of influence? So for myself, when I think of someone who is a person of influence, I think of someone who can impact or shape the decision that others make. So that is definitely a lot of power to hold as um, a person of influence. And how can this relate to your brand, right? So in terms of how being a person of influence relates to your brand, it's twofold. One is that you can recognize that your brand could possibly influence others, right? So the platform and how you use it, when you use it can impact others and how they view things and how, and the decisions that they make. The other way that you can look at how a person of influence can impact your brand is by working with a person of influence or in social media terms, working with an influencer, so to speak, that can help boost your brand. But for today, it's really about using your platform and your voice to become a person of influence. So I've had the pleasure of, again, having Rowan join us as the first guest. And this particular episode was actually recorded live through Instagram Live. And it was very fun. You know, I've known Rowan for several years. And as I mentioned in the interview, she is a person of influence. When she speaks, people listen. They stop and they listen to what she has to say. And I wanted to get her perspective on being a person of influence and the power that can bring. From a hyper at-risk youth entangled in the system to an active community change agent, Rowan Higgins is a committed educator, coach, speaker, and event producer. She is known to flip words and paint pictures through her diction and uses her story to help others elevate impact. Her community service and creative accomplishments have been recognized by Montreal Community Care Awards, Black Theater Workshop, and Fonz 1804. In the ring of improv and slam poetry, she echoes the realities of society, yet never leaving the mic without a solution. Dubbed as Blue River, her unique style, flow, and delivery has gained her opportunities to perform before different audiences in different time zones. Her present projects are coaching multi-passionate creatives, helping them get unstuck and tap into their creative potential, as well as releasing a poetry project later this year. Without further ado, let's welcome Rowan Higgins. So thank you again, Rowan, for joining us today. So as mentioned, we, of course, are talking about influence. Before we even jump into that, I was wondering if you can just give us a little bit about how you're doing right now. This is such a unique time that we're in. Like, how are you doing? Man, I would say, you know, for me right now, this period of time, this overdue pandemic, times where I feel like being a little facetious or selfish, you know, like, man, I just Mm -hmm. lost like 
I hope it's not going to be two years. I'm losing on my 10 year passport, <laughs> like little things like that. But you know, yeah. there is a bigger picture. There's people we've lost. There has been times where we see like my daughter being a college student, starting college, but from home, not right. the way I saw it. So there's a lot, been a lot of downtimes, watching a lot of friends and family members go through mental challenges. It's just been tough. But like I said, there's those moments where I'm like, we're on lockdown here in Quebec and we can't even go for a walk because right. after 8 p.m., right. things like that. However, I hold fast to the promises knowing that I am alive. Yes, I'm going through hardships. So many of us have seen things that we never thought we would be here. We went from that, that silence when the pandemic just hit where everything was just like standstill, right. but then we saw the beauty of nature. So I think everything is cyclical. Everything, there's a season. We are in a winter season and it seems like it's dark and it's cold and it's frigid, but spring is going to come around. So I'm just so, I'm excited for that. And I just keep spring in my mind. And every time I see sunshine, I'm like, that's the promises that are there for me. So I hold fast Amen. to that, man. Amen. <laughs> And she's like, we Love went it. to church. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes. So for those of us who maybe don't know, I thought I'd give a little bit of a background. So of course, you are a poet, a spoken word artist, an activist, and an all-around badass. <laughs> what inspired you to go down this path? You know what? I wouldn't even say it's inspiration at first. It's definitely my experiences. Because even being a poet, that I would have never, if anybody asked me in elementary or high school, hey, do you like poetry? I'd have been like, that's a joke. To me, poetry was what William Shakespeare did. We weren't exposed until like the Love Jones, you know, or like, oh, this is a thing. <laughs> so when I was dubbed as a dub poet or spoken word artist, it didn't make sense to me. I was just doing what we did on the stoop. We freestyled and made fun of each other and threw shots through rhymes. But on stage at a show where I was just what I thought was freestyling and singing, I was stopping to try to get the next line. And my flow with the singing, it was dubbed as poetry. I was like, oh, this is a thing. And, you know, after a couple gigs of getting $200 for a five minute stint, it's wow. This where where it makes you realize, you know, when God says, oh, harness that gift. So, yeah. And in my field. It was based on one, I want to do the arts. And I was told by a guidance counselor and several people, you can't get paid to be an artist. I wanted to be an architect. I was told by the guidance counselor, you're not good at math. So I was like, mm. in, my, in my culture, in our culture, everybody's in the field of education or, or health. I was like, I'll be a nurse. Then I saw blood and I was like, and people were dying too often. I went right back to Vanier and studied social care counseling. And that was her. <laughs> so experiences, right? Definitely, definitely. So one of the reasons why I invited you to come on this show is because I and many others consider you to be a person of influence. So like what I mean by that is that the fact that when you speak, people listen. Mm. And I think a lot of people who do know you would definitely agree with that. But what does a person of influence mean to you? For me, especially in this day and age where that word is overly used, let's me, let me be very clear. I think a person of influence is someone who is one, a role model, uh, is someone that's pushing someone else to expand or to help them develop personally. They are guides. They're like, and you know, even a mentor, I believe someone who can actually impact other people's lives. I, and I'm going to, I'll just go jump into that. One of the things that people will dub themselves in the last, especially 10 years is very trendy to call yourself an influencer. And I think that's a faux pas. I think that is a no, no. We should really be mindful of not putting on this badge on ourselves. Right. Right. Just help others work on themselves. And I think that's definitely powerful. And speaking of the person of influence and what it means to you, what's a key mindset? Because mindset is very important, right? Mm -hmm. So what's a key mindset for a person of influence to have? You know what? That one, you don't know everything, 
I definitely don't know everything. I'm willing to grow and expand every day. So one of the things I tell myself every morning is how are I ask myself, how will I outgrow myself today? So who I was yesterday, I'm there expanding. I'm like, yo, I got to get this done, but it's a new day now. Right. So it's all about elevating, resetting your mindset in the sense of the knowledge that you knew yesterday is not, it's not today's wisdom. And that's how I try to push forward. Another thing is activating myself. What is the energy that I will exude? How am I going to impact others? I think as we grow, you know, working at camps and as an animator and working in schools for over 25 years, it was just normal to just do what I did. But when you realize your influence, I'm cautious of what I post, what I say. You know, sometimes I want to make a joke or just be, you know, I'm like, yo, it works. You work in a school, you have parents on your Facebook, you have your colleagues. I got to be so mindful. So sometimes people might see the little side eye. I'll post something like an article and I just give a side eye. I don't say too much. But people <laughs> who know me know what's up. Yeah. Yeah. And I can um, definitely relate to that as a business owner. Mm-hmm. I'm very cognizant of what I put out there and what I say because I'm a representation. I am the face of my business. So I completely understand where you're coming from on that for sure. Yeah. And you, I mean, your thing is called boss up your brand. And I think that's what it's about. The fact that it's boss up is that outgrowing that I'm speaking about. Love it. Love it. And just for those of you who are joining, so we're actually doing a live recording. So this will be a podcast episode for sure. And I love the comments that are coming in. And I definitely, at the end of this, will go through those comments. We love the interaction and engagement. And we appreciate you guys for joining us. This is awesome. Yeah, I see some dope names. What up? (laughs) (laughs) Love it. So I did feature you last year on my other platform on uh, Just Cox Marketing. And we know to talk about like your, your entrepreneurial journey as well, because you are an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we did have to switch the topic up a little bit because there was a lot going on in the world. Of course, with the pandemic for one. Heavyweight, of course, heavy. And then, of course, with the Black Lives Matter movement. How important is it for you to use your influence for societal issues? Man, yeah. When you, when you again, when you recognize that people are waiting to hear what your opinion is or what you're going to do about it. It's serious. And I won't lie. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm tired. You know, I don't even, it's just so redundant. Say their names. It's another name, but the same situation. And sometimes I go quiet, especially when the world is live with it. I'm like, yo, I've been speaking about this from jump. I made three, four or five poems actually on the same subject. And honestly, the poem that some of you guys may know, I am a witness. I was not trying to even write that. Mm. But what sparked me, see, that's it's all about the ignition. That's why sometimes it's not about just, oh, I must speak about this. I'm good. I don't say anything. But when something ignites me, I will speak up. And for that, I'm a witness poem. It wasn't the regular Black Lives Matter poem. It was people who were talking, the cancel culture, who were talking about canceling for those who may not be able to express what they really felt. People were traumatized. Not all of us can speak. So that ignited. I'm a witness. And that's how it was birthed. And I had no intentions of writing a piece, but that's what true creativity is. Like sometimes it's not just, you know, we say creativity is, is the art form of where you're finding, creating a shift or a new solution. But sometimes it's, it's just your outlet to just, you know, the flames were coming out. And I was really angry at how people were attacking other people. Yes. Businesses, organizations, institutions should speak up for the people that they have, even if they're not represented in your company. But for those, even for us who see this all the time, this is normal, but we're reliving that trauma. Right. It's no longer even post-traumatic stress. It's present tense every day and the fear of experiencing it tomorrow. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. This is why I wanted you on this show, man. You're just like everything you say, it just hits home all the time. You really know how to 
speak to what's going on in, in this in society and you're mm-hmm. not afraid to even though as you said sometimes it gets exhausting you're not afraid to speak your truth right truth mm-hmm. empire I'm like, yeah you know you're not afraid to speak your truth and i think that's why people gravitate towards you um, i'm sure there's a lot of reasons why but that to me is like what a top of my mind of why i can think that myself and other people gravitate towards you you're just true to yourself you're true to others and especially in this world where there's just so much facades out there and people trying to be something to impress others or to get more followers or whatever have you, right? Yeah. That you're just being authentically you. And I think that as we continue to go on, I, I feel like there is a more desire for that authenticity, yes, right? We just want to see people that are keeping it real. What you see is what you get. Of course, as you said, like you you have maybe have to polish it a little bit because, yes, you yes. know, you're, you're... Now you know that people are like, you're like, oh, lens on, yeah. Exactly. We got to so be accountable. At the end of the day, you are who you are. So someone meets you in person or they see you on Instagram, it's the same person. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's something I think, or I would hope that people can take away. If anything, just that authenticity and be yourself. Like you can be yourself and still be a person of influence. Especially in this day and age, you see people who had a certain brand or a certain message. And because they saw, oh, there's a word for it. It, It escapes me right now, but where having an issue or being depressed and, and all of a sudden they're taking on these, the sad stories, if you will, that was not their story. And they're taking this for clout. And I, that bothers me for those who want to claim themselves as an influencer. So now you see people like, oh, I want to be uh, a, um, a social entrepreneur and they're shifting their whole message just because they want, like, I'm going to speak on suicide. And you know what? And you know, these people personally, like you've never struggled with that, you know, and they're making this message and the fake and people have, have confronted them and they had to come off of that or they jump where wherever it's going okay well i'm i'm having body issues what is your true authentic message i can't speak on many things i can't speak about anorexia and if you guys see me jump on saying like you know guys i have an eating disorder <laughs> man people will be like oh and yo squash that as much as they respect me i lose all respect mm-hmm. so yes authenticity like the toy says definitely key being true to yourself. And we all have our own message. And once you have your message and you cultivate that, that's when you figure, okay, this is my, not only my message. Now, how am I going to take that message and harness it to being in my genius zone? Because I have a message, which is about mental health. I never want to touch it because I wasn't ready to be, I'm like, yo, anybody else can run with that. Even y'all frauds go take that because I'm not ready to deal with that. But guess what? People kept calling me beyond platforms for about mental health. You know what I mean? So Sometimes it's so beyond us. Even when you think that's not your, you don't even want to touch it. God will bring you back to what that message is. Like, no, no, no. I allowed you to go through certain experiences and I need you. That's so, so your brand is your experiences. Your brand is your message. Your brand is your life. And then you got to hone in. Okay. What do I really want to put out there? So that's, that's what I really believe the, that the influence is definitely linked to what we experience. Absolutely. I love it. And I did want to ask you about no-nos because you did mention a couple no-nos. Are there any other ones? I'll say, no, no, no. (laughs) You don't bite me and I know now. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Yeah. What would you say are some things that anyone who is currently a person of influence or is looking to be a person of influence, like what are some tips that you might have for them? Like, like stay away from this, like avoid this at all costs. What would you say that would be? Yo, one, let's not put ourselves on a pedestal, right? Lead from your heart to the people that that message is for. You can't have everybody. Not everybody's going to be able to like follow you and say you're dope. Not everybody's going to be for you. 
maybe even your own family be like, oh, that's nice. You're writing a book. That's so cute. <laughs> right? And your boys might be like, yeah, yeah, good looking out. Let me know. I'll support, I guess. Sometimes it's people, the strangers, your neighbors, you don't know who out there is waiting for your message. Wow. So that is true influence. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about paying for followers. I've seen that. It doesn't work. It's not authentic. And people 100%. know. So there is, that's not necessary. Another thing I'll say is don't go running after people to tag different companies and businesses like, yo, let me do this. Let me rock your shirt for free. You know, you're sliding in people's DMs. Listen, figure out your message. Follow, say, okay, what is my true story? What is my message? And it goes back to your core values. Not just your business, but going back to your personal core values. Once I know my core values, honestly, is compassion, is impact, is elevating others. I know my message is about creativity and well-being. And, and how do I intersect that? I want people to be literate in those areas. And as a truth empire, it is about knowing where you come from. I believe in elevating others and say, hey, you need to know your roots. Because if you don't know where you come from, you're not going to know where you're going. So that's my brand. Maybe it's, it's spliced in three. But it is creativity, it is roots, and it is well-being. And because that's true to who I am, when I go online, I'm not worried about, okay, how is this going to frame? How is this going to be that? And another thing is definitely not, you know, a lot of people, they'll have a brand and all of a sudden they see, oh, everybody's feeding the homeless or this seems to get a lot of traction. And you're putting the camera on these people who may be suffering and who deserve that respect and honor and that privacy. So I don't think it's necessary. Some things don't have to be on camera, guys. That's my, this is my perspective. Yes. If you want to take pictures, hey guys, we're feeding the homeless, would love some, would like, we're doing uh, bags or a sock, we call it sock up sometimes, and we're doing a giveaway, please send money to do this. That's different. But it's not necessary to do a selfie with the homeless dude. And for those that we mirror the greats, it's not, we don't need to do that. If it's authentic, like you said, you don't have to do that because you're doing it from your heart. If you want to have a conversation about it, if you want to create a movement around it, go ahead. If you want to do an interview about it, that's dope. Look at that, that, that gentleman who passed away. He froze in a portal potty. He could not get into a shelter. That is crazy. Now, if you want to do something about it, raise your voice, speak on his behalf and others like him, you know, would you like to be, you know, so I think it's so important if we're going to rise and thrive in this world, use your platform in a way that is, has integrity. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. And it even goes back to the Bible, right? That, you know, we're, when we do our good works, we're not supposed to do it for the applause, right? It's supposed to be between us and, and God. And yes, as you said, there's going to be situations where maybe you can use your platform to bring awareness to a certain situation. But if you're, it's all about what's in your heart. Do you truly believe in this cause that you're putting out there to the public that you do care about, right? Yeah, do, do it for the cause, not for the applause. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. it. This has been amazing. Thank you so, so much. Is there anything new that's coming up for you or how can people get in touch or keep in touch with you? So on every platform that is out there, Twitter, I might not respond. It takes me like, I, I remember about it every three months. So forgive me, but on Instagram, <laughs> FB, LinkedIn, it's my Rowan Higgins, as you see my name right there. And anything coming up, I'm working on something for the spring for women. And I'm just really trying to not trying. We're executing. So I have been coaching. I have not put it out there publicly, but I've been coaching behind the scenes and I'm putting it out there this year for more women to be a part of this movement. It is about creativity and well-being, but helping it's about create, intersecting creative literacy and well-being and finding the solution. So if you are dealing with self-doubt, if you're dealing with overthinking, if you're looking for clarity, if it's fear that's not helping you move forward, I want to help women elevate themselves on another level. So there'll be the vision board parties. I know most people do it in January for New Year's. I have done some 
some vision board parties so far because people want it. But for me, it's going to be springtime when everybody dies down, all those resolutions got, and it's not about <laughs> resolutions or goals. It's about intentions for 2021. So exactly. look out for that. Yeah. Love it. Thank you again to Rowan Higgins for being a part of this episode. I'm so excited that she was able to give some insight on what it's like to be a person of influence. And it really goes deep, right? Because again, when you think of a person of influence, it's someone that when they speak, you listen. And it's just in the name itself, right? You have the ability to influence others' decision and outlook on things. So it's something that should be taken seriously when you speak and what you speak on should be thoughtful. It should really come from the heart. I mean, she's had so many good insights. So I'm hoping that you were able to gain a lot of knowledge today from this episode and were able to take a few things away for yourself as well. I look forward to bringing you more episodes to help you boss up your brand. And of course, until next time, I'm Jessica Alex. Thank you so much for listening to the Boss Up Your Brand podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find my podcast. And don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think will love it. Until next time, stay bossy.